We have seen spikes lately in both B.C. and Alberta, two provinces who have been far ahead of us here in Ontario when it comes to both COVID numbers, case numbers, and reopening. So what lessons can we learn from out west? Let's ask Dr. Joe Vipon. He's a Calgary-based physician who is with the group Mass for Canada. And Dr. Vipon joins us now here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Doctor, good afternoon. Thanks for coming back on the show. No problem. It's great to be here. It's a, it's a bit of a celebratory day for us because yesterday, Calgary City Council passed a mandatory mask law. So we're almost as cool as Ontario now. <laughs> Last time you were on, we were talking about that. Glad the vote uh, went your way. So is that mandatory in indoor public spaces, much like we have here in Toronto? Yes, and transit. All right. Good, good. Okay. Could you characterize the situation overall for us there in uh, Calgary right now when it comes to COVID and the reopening? Well, we are the hot spot for Western Canada right now, probably the hot spot for the country. We do have rising active cases and that's, uh, that's quite worrisome. Um, it's not surprising when you think about it. We were quite successful through the lockdown. Lockdowns are very successful. You cannot transmit the virus if you're sitting in your basement doing video games. Um, but when we decided as a society we wanted to open up society more for mental health, economic, and other reasons, um, it's, it's not surprising that we started to have rising cases because what you see is, you know, the lockdown's super effective, and then we removed that, and we didn't really put anything else in place. We've already got physical distancing more than two meters. We've already got copious hand washing that's being recommended that everybody's doing, um, but we haven't added anything extra. And that's why the, the, the mask step that's happened in Ontario and now in, in Calgary uh, is, is really important. So, so is that one of the lessons maybe for Ontario? And did Toronto have it right, uh, doctor, implementing mandatory masks early on? Calgary, your city playing catch-up, and uh, would it have been more beneficial and kept those caseloads down, do you think, had the mask, uh, mask directive been there as the reopening happened? Yeah, I think I'm always better at looking forward than looking behind. Uh, We can't change the past, so I'm excited that we are moving forward on it. But it's important to recognize that any policy we put in place um, takes about two two weeks to roll through. So for the next two weeks, we're going to see the numbers changing in Alberta based on, you know, the the lack of policy or or the the solo um, physical distancing and hand washing that's been in place for now. And so I expect to see those cases rise and then we'll see what happens after because you guys started doing mandatory masking quite a bit earlier. I think it's been about two weeks for you. You should Mm -hmm. start to see an impact if, you know, if, if as predicted masks are effective, that you should start to see an impact on those numbers uh, shortly. So, uh, we will, we will know, uh, through the all seeing Oracle shortly as to whether it's working. (laughs) Well, your city and your province has certainly been ahead of our city and uh, province when it comes, as I mentioned, off the top to uh, both uh, caseload and reopening. And Toronto is certainly lagging behind even our own province. Most of the province is in phase three. We're still in a phase two, stage two of the uh, reopening, and not exactly sure when we're going to get the green light to go to uh, phase three. What would your number one, Dr. Vipon, what would your number one piece of advice or lesson learned that you would pass on to us here in Ontario when it comes to reopening and doing it safely? I think we're really starting to recognize how important um, 
indoor transmission is versus outdoor transmission. So the thing that's making me the most nervous when I'm when I'm looking at at the news when I'm looking at the numbers is the bars and restaurants that have been uh, opening up indoors. I know some of it's 50% capacity, um, but you know you get a couple beers in you, and suddenly those that physical two meter distancing may may shrink a little bit, especially in the bars. Um, and so I, I, I think outdoor spaces are just so much more safer than indoor spaces. I want this summer to be the, the summer of the patio rather than the, the summer of the, the indoor restaurant and the indoor bar. So I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, that we'll see some advice coming from our governments based on that shortly. Well, our mayor, John Tory, is urging our premier to make a masks mandatory for uh, indoor restaurants and bars. Uh, would that help quite a bit? Or at the end of the day, if uh, you're indoors, uh, you're at risk, you're, you're better off just being, as you suggest, on a patio or outdoors? Yeah, the, I mean, I think what's happening now, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that servers are all wearing masks and patrons are not. Um, and I know in some other countries they've had a rule that patrons have to wear the mask as they're walking to and from their table. Um, it's really hard to eat and drink with a mask on. So that's probably the limiting factor. How do you, I mean, restaurants and bars are predominantly places where you eat and drink and by definition. So um, I'm not entirely sure how that would work. Yeah, I guess the thought is, and you're absolutely right about that, when you're escorted to your uh, table, you must be masked up. But once you're at your table and properly physically distanced from other tables, you're theoretically with your family or your bubble, so you're okay to take the mask off and dine. Hmm. If you have to go to the bathroom, you must mask up again. But you're, you're suggesting even that comes with uh, a lot of risk. Well, yeah. I haven't looked at the literature for uh, a month or two, but I do remember seeing cases where there was transmission more than two meters in those indoor spaces where we are um, in our, each other's presence for a long period of time. I think, you know, two meters of distance when you're passing someone in a grocery store is quite a bit different from two meters of distancing when you're sitting, you know, across the table from somebody for an hour, an hour and a half, which is, you know, kind of a traditional long, long meal, uh, or three or four hours when you're in a bar. So uh, that would be my concern. Um, is this okay. two meter distancing advice appropriate for this specific situation? For indoor situations and indoor dining. Uh, just finally, can I ask you this, because you have seen a spike uh, there in Calgary, and again, you are ahead of us when it comes to the uh, reopening. Uh, is it fair to say that there's a difference between maybe where you thought you were there in Calgary and where you actually were? You know, I'm not surprised by this. Um, you know, we the lockdown's effective. We hammered our numbers down um, and, and right where you are. But you remove that measure of protection and you don't put anything else in place. This is going to happen. This is this is completely predictable. So, um I mean, I'll, I'll predict that now that we have mandatory masking, we'll probably get things under control because we did put it in early-ish. Um, the problem with exponential growth is that it can get out of hand really fast. So right now we have like 100 to 150 cases a day. Um, if we have an r naught or a transmission rate of 1.55, so every person transmits it to one, uh, one and a half people basically, at the end of 30 days, uh, that's 2,000 cases a day. 
So that's what we're trying to prevent. We're trying to prevent that rapid escalation that occurs with, with uh, logarithmic growth. And so time will tell. Yeah, listen, it will, and that's certainly what we all want. We want to keep those numbers down. Dr. Vipon, thank you so much uh, for your time today, and uh, best of luck moving forward there in the great city of Calgary. Yeah, thanks so much for your interest. Let's, uh, let's, let's beat this thing. You got it. Dr. Joe Vipon is a Calgary-based physician. He is with the group Mass for Canada.